Welcome back to Round Guy Radio is Iowa Boozers, uh, Farland Entertainment present a week in Iowa music with some of Iowa's hardest working musicians. And we have one of Iowa's hardest working musicians on the phone, Luke Farland. Welcome to the program, Luke. Hey, it's good to be here. So uh, you, you've got kind of an exciting music career going and you're traveling all over the state. You were one of Iowa's hardest working uh, uh, musicians and, and performers. Uh Tell us uh, the the road you traveled to to make you this kind of an entertainment uh, entertainer that's so in demand in Iowa. Well, um, it's been a long road. Um, it's a lot of work, um, you know, and it's 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 letting up a little bit more as um, we go. Um, you know, whereas when I first started out in 2018, um, you know, I didn't have a clue about the scene um and it's 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 gotten a lot easier as i've gone i mean i've made a lot of friends made a lot of contacts along the way um you know and and now it's become more of a hearsay kind of thing um i mean we yes we advertise um crazy through uh, social media platforms but uh it's come down to uh, we do get a lot of uh, people reaching out to us now instead of us reaching out to places. So it's become a lot easier to do it that way. Um, we still reach out to places, um, you know, as we're scrolling through social media and we see, you know, somebody look for music, entertainment, you know, we'll reach out in that uh, banner as well. But for the most part, we, um, we try to maintain good contacts, good, uh, um, you know, positive, um, um, oh, I can't, business uh, relations, but, uh, relationships, uh, with these people. So that way we can keep coming back. Well, before we get any further, uh, let's talk about music that our listeners can stream or websites or Facebook pages. They could go to check you out. Absolutely. Uh, so I have one song right now that I got recorded out in California. Um, a little over a year and a half ago called toast. You can get that at any streaming platform, um, available. Um, I do have another song that, um, I've recorded locally in Newton, Iowa, um, called here to stay. That is on YouTube right now. Uh, I haven't, you know, put that on platform. So I've got two songs on YouTube, um, that you can go view. I've got a couple other songs that I'm planning on, uh, getting recorded. Um, hopefully more than just, you know, two or three, uh, I'd like to have a EP at least by the end of the year or ready by the beginning of next year, um, to be released to the public. Um, I know I do play, um, some of these, uh, other, uh, originals live, um, you know, at, at venues, um, I do upload stuff to Facebook. So if you go to, um, my personal Luke Farland um, page um, and go to videos. There are a selection of videos there um, as well as Luke Farland music on Facebook. Um, well, you become a, a quite a versatile entertainer. You, uh, you don't really have a, I mean, you, you follow kind of the country music format, but uh, Yes. You, you 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 expand a little bit onto that, and if somebody in the audience wanted to hear different songs, you are more than capable of doing that, aren't you? Absolutely. Um, yes. As far as 
everybody's concerned. I am a country artist, uh, but when it comes to in entertaining people, um, it's it's just about the entertainment um, aspect of um, the job. So I do have a selection between six to seven hundred different songs that I can pull from at any given time uh, to satisfy the needs of my audience. So you know, it's when I go play a show. It's, there's no set list. It's basically on audience reaction. Um, you know, if I'm playing a song, I'm not getting much of a reaction out of the audience. I'll switch it up, uh, play something uh, a little bit more comfortable. Uh, you know, and I, I also understand uh, age, age audience. So, you know, younger crowds uh, require probably a little bit more newer music. Um, People my age, older, um, obviously, I, you know, I can relate with the uh, genre of music as far as decades of music, uh, which decade to play the most. Um, but yeah, for roundabouts, it's it's majorly, I'd say, about seventy percent country, thirty percent, you know, alternative um, rock and roll, pop music, whatever. Yeah, well, during COVID, uh, the music industry, the, the comedy and the entertainment industry just got grinded to a halt. And uh, then it, it got built uh, back up, and it's kind of a, a new thing. And from what the venues I've talked to where you played and the, the, the people who come to listen to you, they say that uh, you're very entertaining, you're very flexible, you're very versatile, and you just kind of put entertaining that crowd's audience as a priority, you know, and it might be a different audience, you know, in Marengo than it is in a Tumwa or Sigri. Absolutely. Uh, you, you, you seem to tailor that to, uh, you know, to, to what you're seeing out there and what you're hearing. Uh, that, that's yeah, kind of a unique I mean, talent, isn't it? Uh, when, when I go into a, uh, an establishment, um, I see customers. I see the business itself as these people are paying money to see me to the bar and therefore, or, you know, venue or farmer's market. So they're, they're giving money into the community. So my job is to entertain the community. So when it comes down to it, it's, it's, it, there's mathematics to it because if, if I went in there and played music that knew nobody knew or could relate to, I wouldn't have a job. Well, I think that's an aspect of entertainment that a lot of entertainers uh, really don't appreciate or don't understand. Uh, the The venue is hiring you to sell tickets, to sell beer, to sell pretzels, yeah. to sell whiskey, you you to ring the cash a, register. You wouldn't want an electrician to do a plumber's job. No, you wouldn't. You know, um, it's it, it, so it comes down to that kind of part of the aspect of the job. Um my job is not to um, give my personal opinions, personal beliefs. My job is one thing: entertain the people. Yeah, and I think you're. I think you're. You're accomplishing that, and you're so in demand. Uh, give us some idea of where we can come see you. I know you're. You're all over the state. This week is. It's a busy week. Um, we start off at uh, Shotgun Betty's on Thursday, um, nine to one. Uh, we play there probably about once, sometimes twice a month. <clears throat> so it's more of a regular gig there. 
Um, Friday, we'll be in Perry at the Proletariat, 8 to 11. Um, then Saturday morning, uh, I will be on Mil in Mill Civic Parkway at the Grumpy Goat. Um, that evening, I'll, yeah, that, that one's 10.30 to 1.30. And then that evening, I'll be um, at Oakland Acres in Grinnell um, from 5 to 9, uh, right after a golfing tournament. Um, that's a really nice golfing club. Sunday, uh, we'll be back at a grumpy goat, but this one will be on 50th, uh, from 10:30 to 1:30, And then Sunday for Sunday, Sunday, we'll be in, uh, Sailorville, um, uh, at the, uh, Fleetwood, um, Marina there. So, uh, six. I understand you do some unique thing. You, you, you play by yourself with a guitar, but you do some unique tracking and some, some tapping well, on your guitar to make to make the other other like drum sounds and stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't play backing tracks. Uh, some some people prefer backing tracks. Me, uh, I'm more of a on the spot, um, as raw as you can get, um, creating every song. It's it's you know I create a, a loop that kind of like, um, and I use just the guitar, um, and it creates kind of like. A, a drum beat per se. So it's, you know, um, so it kind of fills the void as far as just your average acoustic player. Um, so that way it, it can set me apart, set me different from a lot of the other just standardized acoustic sets. So it's just you and your guitar and the microphone basically. Absolutely, yes. So uh, you don't, I mean, like Lee Klepp is a, a musician around uh, Southeast Iowa that everybody knows, and you I can hire him as a private guitar player, or you can get him and his brother, or you can get him and his full band. Is there yes. a full band version of the Luke Farland band? Um, not really. Yes and no. Um, I don't advertise bands. Um, if absolutely necessary, and I really want to get this gig and they want a band um i would uh i'm i'm more of a for hire kind of guy so what i would do is i'd go um and get some musicians out of the des moines area um that are basically you know price per head um you know whether i want to add a bass player a drummer fiddle player keyboard player whatnot um I do know some guys out of the Moines area that I would uh, give a call and say, hey, you know, you have this day, this is the price, you know, and uh, throw them a set list, may, may get together once or twice. I haven't played in a band since probably, I think it was probably like 4th of July last year. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what I would necessarily route to instead of, um, instead of having like an actual full-time band. Well, uh, as things have gone on and, and uh, kind of crowds are kind of a little smaller than they used to be, uh, bars really, uh, bands kind of are priced kind of out of uh, a lot of venues markets, aren't they? Yes. Um, the market is there. Uh, you just have to know where to look. Um, there are places that only hire bands, but the, um, the pay rate is not quite what it used to be. Um, I know they're getting back. Um, there's bands playing every weekend. Um, 
you know, I know quite a few of them out of the Des Moines area that are busy regularly. Um, I just, I like the different route as far as um, bringing something different than just a band um, as an acoustic act, um, doing it solo uh, with the looping and everything and making it set aside. So it's kind of like you're, you're, you're hiring an acoustic guy, but you're kind of getting somewhat close to a band format. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I normally don't talk about COVID at all because such a damn bummer. But uh, <laughs> during the COVID restrictions, uh, you you kind of took your act outside and you fared a lot better than other uh, other artists did during that time. I, I see you playing in alleys, maybe in Oskaloosa or stuff like yeah. that. I see you on Facebook, and you you were you were actually drawing some pretty good crowds. Uh, yeah, and, and as, as far as the live, like the uh, bar and venue scene and private party scene, um, I will give it to, that's one thing that I can appreciate about COVID because that's what blew me up. I was playing places that no other buddy wanted to play. I was I was giving myself out there, um, you know, that, and a lot of people didn't want to do bands because they would bring in too many people. So they wanted small, you know, small one got uh, one to two people at. So I just, you know, hit the books and, uh, it, it, you know, I got to give it to my fans though too, because they had, they helped support me through the COVID, um, through 2020, uh, by hiring me for like private events, barbecues, um, you know, birthday parties and whatnot. So, um, I, I did a lot of shows in 2020 that other people can't say that they did, um, due to the fact that, I was willing to do the work, you know, and, and, uh, uh, there was a lot of guys like you, you know, guys like Lee Clett and John Whitaker and things that were, uh, were putting their, their, they were streaming their, uh, performances live on, uh, Facebook. And I think they were getting a lot bigger audience on the Facebook yep. streams than they would have otherwise, and maybe some more shares. And, uh, that, that was a little bit of how I kind of, uh, became aware of you. Yep, yep. I did a lot of live videos. Um, I'd, I'd like to do more than uh, what I'm doing now. I haven't done a live video in a while. Um, but yeah, I was doing probably live videos once, once, maybe sometimes twice a week um, in, during the COVID era. Um, you know, I was building up my fan base that way because, you know, with social media, you're not, you're not just playing to a community. You're playing to the world. Um, because as, as one person shares your video, you know, that opens up a whole nother branch of audience members. Um, and it just keeps growing. Uh, I was, I was getting, um, reactions from like Maine to California. Um, so it was, it was, uh, it was another door opener for me through, uh, social media by doing live videos. Yeah, you know, I was myself, I was a touring comedian. Uh, my partner, Steve Pilchin, the round guy, was a touring comedian, you know, prior to the COVID. But it is that's a that's a part of entertainment that just isn't opened up again. You know, I mean, there's literally 60,000 talented uh, performing comedians in America, and maybe at uh, on an average night, there's a hundred opportunities. You know, you, yeah, it, it just isn't well, there. But you're 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 what you're doing maybe even might be a little bit better than it was before. 
Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, before COVID, I was planning on starting to do like a weekly um, live video or even like, uh, you know, 30-minute sessions. And, and I was looking into, you know, how could I get tickets, you know, whatnot. Because there's this, there's this girl in Idaho named Dawn Byer. And she set the bar and the standards for Facebook Live ever since Facebook Live was available. And I started following her. She played in Grinnell. Um, a few years back and ever since I started following her she's amazing and all she does is play her own original music um, she has this uh, Facebook or this uh, um, I think it's called the real Nashville um, it's a whole community uh, of non-labeled music uh, you know she doesn't have a label but you know she makes a killing a lot of money just through her Facebook live um, does virtual um, living room parties um, and so I started following that format and was getting into it and then COVID happened and so it kind of like pushed me right into it like you know right into the whole Facebook live um, you know and getting in touch with people that I've never met yeah and then they were able to sample some of your music uh, well you, you were influenced by this artist about uh the Facebook Live and maybe how to how to record it and maybe see that as an opportunity. Uh, let's talk musically. What were some of the who were some of the artists that you were listening to that that influenced you to become a musician? Maybe some of the artists that we can still hear a little bit in your music. Well, um, when it comes to vocals, it, it all comes down to um, guys like Randy Travis. Jones, George Strait, Garth Brooks. Like I was, I was an '80s, '90s baby, so I listened to a lot of that country music. I mean, my dad was a rocker, so I grew up with like a lot of like hair metal, hair rock bands like Molly Crew, uh, Scorpions, uh, White Snake, and all that stuff. But my grandparents, well, my parents or my mo mother was like threw country music down my throat, and. Uh, so I got a little bit of both worlds, but uh, when it comes to vocally singing, you know, country music just fits uh, fits just right. But to want to break out and um, play live music, uh, in 2012, I went and seen this band in Runnels, Iowa. They're out of Clear Lake, Mason City area, called Farm Rock. And they completely filled the whole entire place um and ever since like i just that's what i wanted to do uh, that's that's what i wanted was to have that same reaction because back then you know the market wasn't huge you know you didn't have cody you didn't have tyler richardson you didn't have casey Newsman and all these other country acts royce johns you didn't have any of these guys Bill in the market, and so the market for country music wasn't uh, at the time. You know, the, the newer country like Jason Aldean, Luke Luke Bryan. Um, you know, those guys weren't. You know, cover bands weren't hitting that scene as hard. You know, Iowa was predominantly like classic rock, rock and roll, blues. Um, and there was country, but it wasn't the country like you would see um, some of these guys in Iowa doing today. And so that's that's what I wanted to do. 
you know, when I see your performances and you're, you know, you're playing a good rock and country song, I, I can kind of see that, uh, you know, Motley Crue, rock and roll, kind of Elvis Presley kind of, uh, you know, energy that you're putting out there. Uh, would you say that's true? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, before I was a country music artist, I, I worked in a lot of factories. And so in factories, you have teams. Um, and as a member of a team, I, I mean, anybody knows this. That if one member in the team is having a bad day, the whole team's having a bad day. So when you're up on stage, you are setting the atmosphere. You are setting the tone everybody's going to have. And if you're up there and you're just standing up there playing a guitar, singing to the crowd and not moving, identifiably, you're going to be setting the whole other uh, tone for the rest rest of the venue. So if, if I'm moving, I'm hoping everybody else is moving. Well, we're running a little short on, uh, short on time, but uh, you, know, you mentioned the Iowa scene, you know, and uh, you mentioned Nashville. And uh, uh, I get a lot of calls from artists from Nashville. And there, and, and uh, maybe everybody in, in the world doesn't know about the Iowa music scene, but I think a lot of people in Nashville do. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people that leave Iowa and move to Nashville and then come back to Iowa to play in Iowa because they make more money here in Iowa than they would sitting on Broadway um, playing music down there um, because Iowa is just huge with live music i mean it doesn't matter where you go there's live music all over iowa and people are willing to pay for it um and that's what separates you know us from a lot of other states you know as far as the music scene goes um and that's one thing i can give back to iowa is that they love live music um and that's what keeps me busy because you know, it doesn't matter. I don't see it as a competition with other artists. I, you know, because there's, I, I see other Iowa artists as colleagues. Uh, you know, if I can't do a gig or whatnot, I'm going to help somebody else out, make some money, put some money on their, di you know, uh, put some dinner on their um, dinner plate. Because um, it comes down to it, there's always cheddar to be made. Uh, there's there's so many things out there that you can stay predominantly busy every weekend well uh uh we've been talking to luke luke farland who is on the uh, uh iowa boozer spotlight uh facebook page uh, helping us promote and uh farland entertainment is how you contact him uh let's wrap this up with with just putting out the information how can we book you how can we you know how how can uh how can people follow your music um yeah uh so on social media we have uh uh, Facebook, Luke Farland Music. Um, <coughs> uh, we have Instagram at Team Farland, and then you can always um, email us at LukeFarlandBooking at gmail.com. Um, and then, of course, there's also Farland Entertainment that uh, my lovely wife uh, manages. Uh, usually, if you uh, contact any of those um, outlets, you're guaranteed, uh, more or less, uh, my wife's going to usually intercept, and uh, that's usually who you'll be dealing with. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's, that's the format we go, and it seems to be working. 
Well, you got an excellent team behind you. You got a lot of support. You got a lot of fans in Iowa. Uh, will you come back on your show if you've got any new uh, music to release? If there's a new album that's going to drop? Absolutely, yeah. Um, as soon as uh, I can get everything, all my ducks in a row, we definitely would love to be back and uh, you know advertise that as well. Well, we've been listening to a very talented Iowa artist, Luke Farland, who's uh, burning up the the roads up and down this street to present his music to everybody. Thanks for being on the show, Luke. Absolutely. Thanks for having this me. Is, this is uh, Mr. Southeast Iowa, Dave Johnson with Round Guy Radio. With news you can use that won't give you the blues. So thanks for listening. Thank you. Good job, Luke. Thank you.